All right? I do a great doggy style. I know, Ron. Okay, I got my stroke from you. Thank you, Obi-Wan. I'm done with the porn. Welcome everybody to Ron Sense. This is a fly in the wall perspective on candid conversation. My name is Ron, and I get together with my friends and we just we just sit there and chat. And you guys get to listen. Some of it's funny, some of it's topical, some of it's just flat out bullshit. But hopefully you enjoy it. Why do you talk like Rock and Ron's a third party at this thing? I'm like, well, Rock and Ron's more my social meet when I'm out and about. You know, like when I'm at home and I'm swearing at the dog because he won't get away from my feet. That's not really Rock and Ron. That's just yeah. You know, at home, Ron. That's the Ron that makes peanut butter and banana sandwiches. That's yeah. the Ron that's out mingling. <laughs> mingling. Mingling. Breaking hearts. Breaking hearts, yeah. Right. <laughs> collecting a Bashful jar. motherfucker. Collecting a jar of hearts and collecting your jar of hearts and tearing each other apart or something like that. Have you ever seen the videos of, like, the fucking KFC farms? Like, the chicken farms where they just, like, kick the shit out of chickens. <laughs> and they're just, like, fucking... <clears throat> they're fucking chickens. Like, they're doing anything but... <laughs> doing anything but be humane yeah no I, I haven't and I've heard a lot about them I, I'm meaning to check out is this like the whole headless chicken thing like yeah where they grow these chickens in jars or something like in these large vats not just like you'll see some shit kicking hillbilly some cousin poking fuck who just <laughs> walks in and crushes a chicken's head for the fun of it like you have around to around here we have so many chickens that we don't even care about them <laughs> pretty much <laughs> look at Jimbo fuck him on right now he's defiling that chicken I know, you just go, well, I really hope I didn't get the bucket with that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the 12 bucket pe- of cum chicken. <laughs> yeah, 12 <laughs> piece of semen. <laughs> no way. No, but no, I've, 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 I mean, I've seen porn where people fuck food. I've seen That's that. That's bizarre, right? Bizarre. In the 80s, that was kind of a, a niche you saw a lot more than you do now, is the food, food aspects, cucumbers, bananas, whipped cream, a lot of whipped cream. That was always a fantasy in high school. Girls were like, I want to lick whipped cream off your dick. And it's like, it's really messy and sticky and... I don't know, you're not really getting it all. <laughs> well, some of it's in your asshole. That's right. <laughs> yeah, and you know what? You find out really quick that using that aerosol whipped cream doesn't always work, too, because it kind of it has, like, a, I guess CO2 in it, so mm-hmm. it eventually loses all its volume, and it just becomes, like, you have milk all over your crotch anyway. So nothing's, you know, it's like the whole edible, see, food, again, 80s, edible panties were popular then, too. If you've ever experienced that, that's also a sticky mess. And you can never commit. Like, what are you going to do? You're going to lick the straps? Are you so committed to licking pussy that you're going to lick all the way up and then around the girl's hips and then down the back? It's a complete underwear. You're going to have to, like, bend her over and start, like, licking her ass and everything. It's like, i got to get all this underwear. It's like, really? Is it that good? Well, no, but you know, <laughs> well, I'm doing the job. I'm just committed to the task, honey. So I managed to get rid of the dead muskrat off my face. This whole November thing is a farce. As far it's as a I'm farce. Concerned. It's a farce. What you, is it? Well, it's the, the whole deal of it is to grow a mustache to raise, I guess, awareness, and you can actually pledge and take money to, to, for prostate cancer, from what, you, from what I understand. So, until last year, nobody knew what prostate cancer was? Yeah, is well, no, I think it's just a bunch of men saying, okay, ladies, we realize you raise a lot of money for your lady cancer. Well, there's also men, male cancer. <laughs> lady cancer? Yeah, it's me. Well, I'm talking like Sylvester Stallone now from Rocky yeah. Five. She died of lady cancer. So you grow a ridiculous mustache. Which I find silly because you can't, like, I don't think anybody respects anyone with a mustache. And, and you got a, just a whole population of men walking around with the silliest looking, like I had that, like, half handlebar, half, it wasn't long enough to be a handlebar, but just ended up looking like, I ended up looking like a dirty Frenchman. I'm not going to lie, I'm French, I'll say it. I look, I, it, it accentuated my French features. I, I, and to be honest, a lot of uh, 
my life in the recent times is I went down the toilet and I attributed it all to that dirty mustache. <laughs> Which I find also funny to this is that the women have since since we've heard, we're having so much fun with Movember and it's a thing that now looks like men are having a good time with. They've come up with Jelina. Have you heard of this? No. Now in July, I don't have the specifics, <laughs> but they apparently shave their pubic hair mm-hmm. in various patterns to raise money for cervical cancer now. It's another lady cancer, for lack of a better term. But how does that work? And so, like, they'll, they'll yeah, I, I guess you have no way of knowing unless you want to just talk to a lady about her vagina hair, which I don't know how that even comes up in conversation. I can make it come they up, but I'm, well I'm a me. special breed. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, yeah, so they had, like, the la- the landing strip was one of them I remember seeing, and the um, the Charlie Chaplin you could do. Oh, really? Yeah. Just a little stub of a... Yeah, and I guess there could be other ones. I'm sure I can invent a few, like, the, the Texas Crunchy Mop, <laughs> I'm sure is one of them you could go with, the the B. Arthur if you're salt pepper. <laughs> but then, here, I, I went through the pleasure, because it, it was truly a pleasure, of saying, why, why do they limit themselves to July for this month? Because I think they could do it in January. Mm-hmm. I think they could do it in February. I think they can do it in Massive Midge March or Twarch. They could do it in Gabriel, in Vijay May, <laughs> in Junani, Jelina, for obviously. They can do it in Augash, in September, in Boxtober, in Muffember, in Klitsember. They, they can do it any month. It's really, really easy for them to nail that. So, yeah, they should really have a cure for cervical cancer. <laughs> Basically, I think everyone's we should focus on vagina in one way or another is what I've come down to. It's probably the only way that they're ever going to cure cancer. Like, you're never going to get enough money without bringing pussy into it in some way. <laughs> yeah. Sex sells even for cancer cures? Yeah. <laughs> of course it does. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, it's a, sad, it's a sad society that we live in that a comedian like Andrew Dice Clay can't make a living anymore because being rude is just so outlawed. You know, he's, really? He's, yeah. It seems like everybody's rude now. Is that what you think? Yeah, it's like there's only comedians like Jim Gaffigan who kind of play it clean. You know, everybody else is fuck this, fuck that, pussy, pussy, pussy. It's just dick jokes. It's a it's an era of dick jokes. Yeah, and the problem with Andrew Dice Clay was he wasn't funny. That was the problem. He was just rude. Yeah. He'd just go up and say fucking stupid shit, and then call himself Andrew Dice Clay. <laughs> he just opens his bit with, "So I got my tongue up this girl's ass." Yeah. What else are you supposed to do when you're in the line at the bank? <laughs> Oh, this is all you got? <laughs> Andrew Dice Clay would say anything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the difference. I find now he's completely relegated to uh, doing stuff like where he's confrontational. Now his bit isn't so much I'm funny, it's just I'm an asshole and I'll argue with you. You know, I've seen him, I've watched him on... Uh, Ford Fairlane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was the, his one shining moment. Yeah. Well, no, I, I saw him on uh, a Tom Green show. Oh, like so. a, One of these later, I've, I've Tom Green, I've failed, and... I've beat testicular cancer, and i fucked the hell out of Drew Barrymore, and now I have nothing. So I'm going to have Andrew Dice Clay as my guest. <laughs> and uh, they just sit there and argue with each other. And Andrew Dice Clay's got, like, his woman with him, too, and she just loses shit and potentially beat up somebody at any point. He's got the loose cannon role now. Yeah. <laughs> wonder if it's a role. Or if maybe I mean, what the fuck sell. does he have? He can't afford to beat anybody up. He yeah. can't pay anybody off. He can't afford the lawyer's fees for that shit. I heard, like, one of his bits was like, So I saw Roger Ebert! That man's a fat fuck. I walked up and I said, Hey, Roger, you're a fat fuck. Oh! And I was just like, this is it? <laughs> the humor of Staten Island. <laughs> <laughs> like, and he, that was, he moved on. I, I don't know if he was just waiting for people to just be like, Ha, it's a classic dice man. <laughs> just calling people out. Yeah, looking at him Ebert shit. Oh. <laughs> Way to give it to Ebert. Ebert probably gave Ford Fairlane a bad review. I mean, I'd like to meet the person I gave it a good review. Can you remember any lines from Ford Fairlane? I have one. No. I one of my head. I named my dick Stanley. 
like the power drill. I like that one. I don't know why. <laughs> I know why. <laughs> I, like, I like dick jokes. A solid dick joke is always a, will get me laughing. I find it strange that in the military they'll allow mustaches, though, just to go back. You know, you can't, they still do? Yeah, they still allow mustaches in the military. You can't, really? you can't have a beard, but you can have a mustache. I thought it was always... I thought it was no facial hair. No, Unless yeah. you were, like, a general. No, you can have a mustache, because my, uh, my baby's papa there, he has a mustache. He's in the military. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Which I find sends a mixed message to, like, not having gays in the military, too, because you're only going to have a bunch of men wearing <laughs> mustaches, and now you're going to tell a bunch of mustache-wearing men that they can't join the military. I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe that's the cover, right? They all are, they're gay, and they're just like, they're ruining our cover. Like Freddie Mercury was the giveaway, like this buff <laughs> dude in the tank top with a mustache was the toughest man on the like, planet. He looks like G.I. Joe. Yeah. And he's a flamboyant gay man. I'm confused. Every crit around <laughs> the world looking, looking at their action figures differently. I did. <laughs> Who was that? What was his name? Shipwreck? Shipwreck. Yeah. <laughs> he was the sailor? <laughs> yeah, he was so gay. <laughs> he, had, like, he was like totally a gay sailor. Yeah. The tight pants on and stuff. I always used to keep him aside and never use him. He always sounded a little fade too. Like even on the show, he was a little. He had a kind of a different intonation going on there. Uh oh! Looks like you're asking for trouble now. Shipwreck! How would you like it if someone took your bike? I wouldn't. And if you get caught? I definitely end up in trouble. Remember, taking something that isn't yours just isn't right. Yeah, I know. And knowing is half the battle. GI Joe. So what's the thing with the drunken sailors? Is it because they're at sea so long and they're just gonna, you know? Well, no, it's just because they were, they were on the sea, they are used to rolling of the sea, so when they got on land, they kind of had that walk. So that's oh. the drunken sailor. Oh! Dropping some knowledge. You know, I just figured, yeah, they just, I just figured because they were at, they're at sea so, so long that when they came in, it was just like, it's party time, we're at, we're at port here, and we're gonna, you know, we're gonna live it up, and <laughs> lock, lock up your daughters, and lock up your sons, who cares, the sailors are out, and they're drunk, and they're horny. They've been fucking each other for fucking six exactly. months. <laughs> they want some pussy. They're drunk and horny on the sea. <laughs> Why is it whenever you get a bunch of men together and they're alone? Like, I'm talking jail, sailors, all this. Are men, like, inevitably gay if they're left alone long enough? Yeah, it's not gay, though. It's no, just it's, sex. It's sex at that point. It's like You okay, can just shut it. it off. You just go, like, I'm not getting pussy. I'll eat a dick. <laughs> I don't know why. You know, it's like when all those... Um, Miners got caught in the oh yeah the one thing right and they were down there forever and ever and the one question they asked was you know were they was anybody having sex <laughs> and they denied it it's like no motherfucker you were having sex you <laughs> everybody just say down it. There. yeah <laughs> they were scared one guy was jerking off one guy got it got it and it's like oh well he's if he's gonna jerk off I've been thinking about it for the last three hours I might as well too it's dark in here we can't see just turn your just turn your headlights off you know like uh, <laughs> <laughs> they're still wearing the headlamps <laughs> the, the headlamp <laughs> turn it off man I can hear you dude. <laughs> well, why don't you join in? Oh, that's not a good time to be gay, man. We're trying to survive. It's not gay, it's sex. Adam oh, yeah. just said. <laughs> he gave us permission, you know. Who's Adam? <laughs> why are you listening to podcasts? How do you even get reception down here? <laughs> you've, had the, you've had the internet this whole time? <laughs> I'm running a website, actually. It's uh, gayminers.org. But yeah, I'm back to like 40s and 40-somethings. I, find, I always find with women... I don't know if you can do this so much with men, you might be expecting it, but you can, you can tell how old, roughly, a lady is by what her name is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like I Cheryl's and Sharon's? How old, what's a Cheryl and Sharon? They're at least 40. Yeah, they're in their 40s. That's you. They're Sally's and Sharon's and Nancy's. Well, so there's nobody my age named Annette. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, right? Those names go away. And that's even in the 50s, like, and the Annette's and the, I don't know, like the... 
Gertrude's. I mean, that's older. Oh, Gertie. Now Gertie. you're getting yeah. Gertie. yeah. Gertie's eighty. <laughs> well, like in the thirties, you get like you'll get the Natalies and Julies, and maybe you might get some Rebecca's, and you'll get some like uh, Mandy's and Melanie's, and that's you know, and kind of in the twenty somethings, you get more like the Morgans, hmm. and like you know, you start to get into those names, and then oh. any younger like Michaela's and Madison's. And Mackenzie's Dakota, Dakota, those names you, you know they're they're teenagers or what know. about Jessica? Because that's pretty universal. Jessica seems universal. I think you can, yeah, you can kind of, and you, you'll get some of those, and then you'll get some people that are just trendy and they want to name their kids something. I know my my daughter, six years old, has a friend named Gracie, right? Where oh, really? where Grace kind of seems like she would be in her fifties. Gracie, yeah. Gracie, yeah, nice. <laughs> that's awesome. I love it. <laughs> But I've always found that a good way to do it, right? Like, if you're at a bar and you're like, Hi, my name's Michaela. It's like, oh, good, you're you're probably 20. That's awesome. You know? One girl's like, hi, I'm Susan. Well, Susan, you're a little older. I remember you from basketball. (laughs) (laughs) Why are you here? Grace, she passed away 30 years ago. They want you to say Grace. The blessing. I was at a strip club one time, playing some pool and stuff like that, and all of a sudden, probably six or seven bikers came in, and they were like, uh, you know, and I remember going to the to the uh, bouncer and saying, like, are we in any kind of trouble? You know, <laughs> again, being stereotypical, and he was just like, no, you know what? In fact, the place got a lot safer. I don't think anyone will try anything as long as these guys are in here and blah blah. Hmm. I'm like, which wasn't what I was thinking about. I wasn't worried about the other people. I'm worried about the bikers. You know, well, like, they come here to bigger. shake us down. Oh, they like you know. So at some point, at the strip club I was playing at, it was kind of a tight quarters, and we were playing pool, and there was two pool tables in an area that should only really have had one. And as I was queuing back, I knocked a biker's beer, and it spilled it all over, and I just thought, <laughs> that's right out of a movie. Like I, I, Roadhouse. That's The only thing after that is a beer bottle across the head. That's just yeah. that's where that's going, right? So, of course, I'm nervous, and I'm like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. I, I didn't mean to do that. Let, let me go get you a beer instantly. You know, I was like, I'll buy you another one. I apologize. And he puts his hand on my shoulder and says, what the fuck? They have two pool tables in that little spot anyways. He's just like, no, in fact, I'll buy you a beer. And he goes and gets me a beer. And he just, you know, and I'm sitting there going, oh, it's a nice man that that Rex. <laughs> Thanks, Rex. I don't have a bottle broken in my face yet. It's awesome. Yeah. Little did I know that he was just plotting my death later, and I got out there in the nick of time. But <laughs> Yeah, that was a good time. Hey, Greg. <laughs> no, you're yeah. not gay! I'm not even gay! It doesn't matter! We're bringing it back! <laughs> It's been a while since we've done one of these. <laughs> what a week. I can't even believe that that would happen. I remember saying uh, I was at a gay couple's home. And <laughs> oh, Christ. I dropped the term fag drag. And, you know. <laughs> it, just, it was just like crickets in the room, right? <laughs> and that was at roughly around the same time. In what context were you bringing up fag drag? <laughs> oh, I don't know. I was just saying. Like, you guys ever uh, been to a fag drag? It's really nice. No, because they were talking about being married in Canada and how it's a nice, like, like liberal society to be able to do that in, and I said, "Yeah, we've come a long way from fag drags," you know. And I thought it was not far enough to uh, drop the term, though. I guess not, right? No. <laughs> and there's just like they didn't, you know. I was like, "You can't even find a, a, a ray of humor in that," you know. <laughs> and it was ray of humor. I think it's because it was a series of things that I said that didn't go <laughs> very well that day. I also remember they were setting up for a party, and they were setting up like a like a '60s '70s party, and they had protest signs. And they were right. all like, vote Nixon, just old ones that were like... You, you know, were like, bring back the fag drag. <laughs> you know, and my, the one I was like was, uh, it's a good thing you don't have any of those, like, uh, Westboro Baptist Church ones, you know, <laughs> where it's like, God hates fags or whatever. And the one guy had, didn't know about it. What are you talking about? So then his his husband proceeded to talk about it and then began to whisper in his ear the rest of the details. And he kind of just got this look of horror on him. I'm just like, 
I guess it's not a, a in a you know a nice married gay couple. It's probably not a good place to start dropping anti hateful gay stuff and stuff. At every turn. At every turn. I just I don't know. I just want to, I want to know their their thoughts on that stuff. You know. I, but I, I don't know how to sli- slightly bring like be sly bring that in conversation. <laughs> Well, it seems like all you want to talk about is the horrible aspects. Well, I don't want to talk about the non-horrible aspects. So, what's that dick taste like? You know, it's like, good, right? <laughs> it's good, eh? Wow. You like it? You Was like it not like how you thought? Like, I don't know. Mustaches are pretty popular these days. <laughs> <laughs> Have you thought about joining the military? Yeah, exactly. Do <laughs> you ever think that there's, like, people that... They say that being gay is born within them. What do you mean? Like, you're born... Oh, there's like, that, there's that people... argument that you're born gay, right? And then you only come out of the closet. Do you, do you think there are people that have just always been gay... Only to, to later realize that they've just been hetero the whole time. You're know, like a closet hetero. <laughs> it's a ridiculous statement, but you know, what if you were what if you were raised by a gay couple, gay males, and, and mm-hmm. you were gay? And that's all you know, right? And you don't know anything. You just know gay and. and well, yeah, it's whatever you associate with, right? Like whatever your parents do. Like is that is that what we do for the most part? We see yeah. our mom and daddy or sleep together, blah blah, and that's in our head. We pre we predispose ourselves to thinking that. Yeah, because yeah. it's like ninety percent of people will think I have to have a girlfriend. And by the time you're 16, even if you do hook up with somebody, you might go, well, this isn't right. This doesn't seem... Like, they think it's just that they've never... <laughs> they just they get together with a chick and they're like, wow, this chick doesn't have a dick. This Pretty is, much. This is bizarre. What is this? Well, I mean, you talk about, like... Choke on this. <laughs> like, I remember uh, my brother's friends talking about, like, circle jerking and stuff like that. Yeah. So you go, well, there's something there that is inherently gay. It's men... Feeding off each other's sexuality, masturbating, to each other masturbating. Oh, yeah, I've seen these on TV. So, <laughs> TV, 60 Minutes? No, it was, it was literally like a PBS special on it. Yeah. And it was really graphic. I remember thinking, wow, they're showing penises and everything on this. It's oddly, yeah. like, captivating. <laughs> Go on. No, but, I mean, they're feeding off each other's sexuality. It's inherently gay. But those people, like, if there's ten guys, maybe one of them is gay. Like, right. actually gay. And he may associate, like, he may not even realize it at that time. But the nine other guys go off, and they're like, I've had a gay experience. I'm with a woman. This feels right. So oh. it's like, the gay experience is just... To reassure... This it's, yeah, like, it basically... How do you know unless you try something? Exactly. So they get as close as they can to where they feel comfortable not crossing the line. Like, everyone likes to have that horrifying image. Like, oh, well, you know, are you gay? The first time taking a di- taking a dick up the ass or something. Because every guy no. absolutely fucking cannot grasp that. But there are varying levels of gay. I've, I've, since I've listened to many podcasts, and I've learned that there's... There's non-anal gay. There's oral gay. There's all kinds of things, you know. It's like I think I could probably be talked into a blowjob from a guy. I don't know why, but I think it could happen. I don't know. I guess it would depend on the level of drunkness and how long I've been at sea. Really? <laughs> yeah, it would. Uh, it would be out of necessity. I swear. It would be a jer- <laughs> necessity if jerking off just became no more like an option. You know what I mean? It's like I need. I need more now, man, and I don't have resources. Well, you've seen, like, Bang Bus and shit like that, right? Oh, that stuff? Or Where they swap out the chick for the di- for the guy? Like, the whole gay Bang Bus? Yeah, I've seen that. And then the guys, then when they... He's so horrified. They're what blindfolded, they're getting a blowjob, they're enjoying it, they take the blindfold off, they realize it's a man, and all of a sudden now they go into feral fucking hate mode. Yeah. <laughs> but it's just like... Wasn't it an enjoyable blowjob two seconds ago? Exactly. <laughs> but see, all you need is the thought of a woman, and you can come. Right. So it's like, sex is just sex. You let a, you could let a guy suck your dick. You could think of a woman and get it done. And well, Dan has such a high voice anyway that. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, you would you would round up. Let's the fucking block. do it. <laughs> You're like yes, <laughs> he's the only guy I know that'll turn up, and I don't even know if it's a shtick or what. <laughs> but just call a guy out on wanting to suck his dick. <laughs> Darth is flat out said, "Yeah, well, I've offered that dick out, and he doesn't do anything. <laughs> so, he's just bluffing." 
Yeah, yeah I was about 11 or 12. And that was like still when it was okay to like toys and like cartoons and stuff, but like now you're starting to become a teenager there. You better like save by the bell quick. Yeah. And uh, start, two and start jerking off to the image of Kelly fucking Kapowski and Jessica Spano. Yeah. <laughs> Which I'll tell you, my friend, when that movie fucking Showgirls came out, for anyone who was ever a teenager during the era of, of Save by the Bell, and you heard that there was going to be a Save by the Bell chick naked on a movie. <laughs> Even though it was Jesse. Even though it was Jesse, the lesser of my... Hey, I would have I looked that fucking screech naked, which later on I got to, which was <laughs> yeah, a big so letdown. <laughs> the amount of time I spent fantasizing... I, but Saved by the Bell, yeah, that was the subject of my wet dream, my first one. Oh, was it? Yeah. Which I've never had a wet dream either, which we'll, we'll get into that. What the fuck is that? I've thought that up several times, and it's like every, friend, like every guy I know, well, I've never had a wet dream. Full fucking shit. Somebody's lying here. Really? I just thought, is it, does a wet dream involve waking up during climax? Like, yeah. you, you literally have an org- a male orgasm. You come everywhere. Yeah, there's a core to fucking semen. Because you're at, never. Your, you're at your most relaxed, right? <laughs> yeah. So it's like, there's no muscle constriction, and you just come like a fire <laughs> Never crazy. done that. I w- you're missing out. It's the I've best orgasm up, you'll ever have. I, I bet you. <laughs> I've waken up during, and like, I've waken up during masturbating. Like, I've, I've been masturbating while I was sleeping. Really? Wake up jerking off. This is involuntary. You don't even touch yourself. Oh, yeah, Which no. is even better. I've had dreams where, like, it's been in great detail, where, where uh, like, if you're with somebody, you wake up, you feel like you cheated on them, because, like, <laughs> like there's guilt. The guilt, where you're like, wow, man, I was doing your mom, and it was hot, you know, or whatever, I was doing your friend. You ever build forts when you were a kid? You call them a fort. Yeah, in the garage, with boxes. Boxes, yeah. forts, and get with your buddies, like, you want to go out and build a fort? Yeah. What? It, they're never forts, though. They're always, like, a cabin. You yeah. call it a fort, but it's not. You're never building a fort. Even that's a little gay. <laughs> like the building, that's where I'm getting. You're playing building. house. <laughs> well, what is when you build the fort? It's a. It's a, you know, and it becomes a place where you eventually jerk off for the first time. <laughs> it's the private. It's, yeah. it's, you're, when you're, you always build it when you're like, because you're like ten or eleven before you're able. You don't have the mechanical resources to build something, let alone like you're not doing this at six and seven. You're not Bob the Builder. You're building shit with Legos and stuff. Yeah. If you're going outside and your mom's letting you fucking go somewhere hidden and building shit, you're probably about 10 or 11. That's when you start experimenting with yourself. And that's what I always find. You build that fort to, to, to be a private place, <laughs> to later on be the place where you stash fucking porno mags. For the the water-damaged fucking porn. The water-damaged porn. Yeah. You've all seen it. It's like yeah. that <laughs> weird blue color. Yeah. And you still keep it because on page whatever, there's like... A fucking one eight hundred number with a girl that spread badge on there, yeah, and you're yeah, keeping yeah. that—that's your money shot. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, the fort, man. I can remember building those. Those were awful. <laughs> yeah. All semi, all semi homosexual. You got your friend in there. You know, it's getting awkward. A little sort of sexual tension. Looking at porn mags of men is, I think, is also semi. Maybe, might be gay. It's it's well yet again. It's like breaking. For the, some reason, there's a sexual like electricity in the air. <laughs> for some reason even though there's there's pseudo women involved yeah it's still you with a dude <laughs> pulling your dicks <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's what it is even if it's yeah. a don't look at me situation too well that makes it worse <laughs> now you're like, making take it, it as red that we're not looking I'm not looking well, how much looking? fucking worse is it when he's like don't look at me <laughs> dude I'm losing my bone why are you saying that yeah. oh I don't say you're losing your bone I'm losing my bone because you said you're losing your bone well what are we doing up here this is all very confusing <laughs> I think I hear your mom calling. I hate the 80s. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is all pre-internet. It was. Now there's a bunch of kids up there with a fucking iPad. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Porn. Like, I've taken this stuff called NO Explode, and it was for um, working out. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to give you energy before you work out. A friend and I took it, and I swear, I was standing in one spot, and I just started sweating balls. Like, complete just beads of sweat. 
And we got in the car and we were talking so fast to each other. And he turned to me at one point and said, I don't even want to go to the... I don't even want to go to the gym. I just want to kind of go to like a nightclub and socialize, man. And he was talking really, and I'm like, yeah, because we feel like we're on ecstasy, man. <laughs> I'm like, this is ridiculous. How am I supposed to pump iron? It's artificial. What it makes you think is that you have all this energy, so you're going to get like three other reps out, you know? And then crash. And then crash. What I've always said is that people, when they work out, you want to get two extra reps out. When you think you're just about dead and you can't lift anymore, all it takes is for a pretty girl to walk by, and all of a sudden you got two extra reps in there. <laughs> so just pretend there's a pretty girl that walks by, and you'll bust out. It's happening to me all the time. You see all the time. Hot girl walks by. Ah! <laughs> Ten! The guys are like grinding that last oh, two that. reps out. I fucking hate that. And then that. they drop the weights yeah. and make a big sigh. Ah! <laughs> you know, like, what is that? I Come on. It's you at your worst. <laughs> I've never found the gym to be a place where you can meet women. Like it's you're sweaty. You're like I look like an idiot when I'm on a, when I'm on an exercise bike. I'm not at my finest moment. Like that's that's awful. I'm, I'm dumping quarts of sweat all over the equipment, all over the ground. I'm I'm three shades of green because I've went beyond red face. I'm into white face now because I'm, I'm channeling fucking some kind of the force or something <laughs> to get me through the work the workout. So I don't know. I also always dress down, so it's like me in holy pants and like, you know, an old, I only drink beer on days that end in Y shirt, you know? So yeah. it's like, I got the cheap, shitty shirt on, I look like a fucking homeless person, I'm a balding, chinless lesbian, basically. <laughs> yeah, which is fucking hilarious that we have an all-women's gym here. Yeah. If a man tried to pull that off, this is the men's club gym, it would be quickly dubbed the fag gay gym, <laughs> and, you know... Or the lesbian gym never comes up. You don't call the ladies' gym the lesbian gym. And they always say it's because we don't like guys gawking at us when we work out. It's that whole South Park, like, I can't get a decent stretch on without some guy checking out my vag. You know <laughs> You know what? I ain't checking out your vag, honey, when you're getting your stretch on. You know what I mean? Like, if you, or point your vag somewhere where guys aren't looking. You know what I mean? Oh, I don't want to have to worry about where my vag is pointed when I'm working out. Okay, you got issues bigger than just your weight, clearly, if, you're, yeah. if this is all the stuff you're thinking about. And I'll tell you what. I went to become a trainer, a personal trainer, and I took the course, and we had to take it at the ladies' gym. Mm -hmm. um, I went to the door, and I guess the lady at the... Because it was kind of it's kind of barred off like a security building. I guess it's to ward off any testosterone whatsoever. <laughs> anyway, she's sitting there, and I walk in, and the first thing she says, before I can even say I'm here for the test, she says, you have the wrong gym. The, male, the co-ed gym is down... She let, I thought it was really rude. And I said, no, I'm actually here for the CanFit Pro test. And she's just like, oh, okay, well, it's in the back room. Hold on, I'll get you an escort. A lady came in and they walked me through the gym. And as I walked through the gym, all I got were comments like, "Oh, you bringing the eye candy through, Sharon? Oh, look at this! You got one for me? You know, cat calls." So the women have become men. The women have become gay men. That's nice. what, what has happened. <laughs> like I, I went through there and I, I was just like, well, "This is this is." I felt like I was on a construction site. These women, and that's what it comes down to: is that the women can't control their sexual urges, and they think us men are completely like that. You want to see another example of this? Go to. Uh, or uh, don't go to it, but observe when male strippers come to town. Yeah. And the women are in there. Look at the way they act in there. They're grabbing dicks. Some of them I see are sucking cock. Yeah. I've been doing enough, enough strip clubs in my day. My face isn't buried in some girl's fucking badge. So you think it's just like you get any, like as soon as you divide sexes, people just turn their sexuality on? Yeah. I, is it because they're comfortable with each other? Is that the idea? Like, you put all men together, they can catcall on women because they're just feeding off that kind of, like, that alpha male kind of vibe, and oh, women yeah. do it too. Yeah, I think So there's no difference between sexes. Well, I, I've come to the conclusion now that these Tupperware parties that women have been having for years have actually just been a cover for those Fantasia parties. Nice. My mom is, was telling my dad she was going to a Tupperware party, but really, she was whipping out a bunch toys. of fucking <laughs> sex toys, and every man thinks the same as me, that those women are in there trying those sex toys. 
They're talking about it. Some girls are doing air. They're doing blowjobs on those. They're, they're, they're at the least. If they're not putting those up their vag, they're fucking giving it head. They're, they're doing that. They're going, oh, look at this one. Fits that. Oh, and the comments. And it's, it's very sexed up. And for some reason, that's not gay, though. That's just hot because it's women. Right? It is. Break those balls. Break down those walls. It can't be hot. Not hot. Are men going to get together at a flashlight party? You know, like, or are we going to call it, what are we going to call it? A fucking bachelor party, I guess, and have a stripper come in? I guess that's no different. No. <laughs> that's what it is, man. You get, you get the people together and it's just fucking... <laughs> it just goes gay instantly. Yeah. I don't know if that's like the Howard Stern influence on things, because he just comes out and just fucking says stuff. With the toilet, just bring the toilet yeah. and bring to the name. Just thing. bring it. Yeah. Like, has Julia Roberts on there, and weird way says, like, how many people have you fucked in Hollywood, and who was the best, you know? And she doesn't answer that question, because she's classy, but... Yeah. You know? Some will answer that question. That's where his <laughs> There's a lot of people. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of people with fucking, you know, <laughs> nothing to lose. <laughs> Everything to gain. <laughs> I don't know, you catch me in the right mood, though. I'll say some pretty outlandish shit if I'm, if I'm being interviewed just for the sheer shock value. Dan's a lot like that, which I like, you know? like Who's to say what but people... But see, Dan has innocence. Dan is a fucking retarded baby seal. Like, you <laughs> just want to hug him, right? Yeah. Like, I just want to fucking grab him and just hold him, because I'm like, <laughs> you have nothing. You have no skills. <laughs> you couldn't raise a child. You could barely dress yourself, I'm sure. <laughs> But I love the guy. Yeah. I think he's fucking funny. And he can get away with saying things like, mm, I want to show you pussy. Nah. <laughs> like, yeah. He can. Talk about pussy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's for sure that. But he has that on his side. Retarded baby seal. Definitely. It's true, though. Kind of vaguely resembles one. Yeah, he's a good looking, <laughs> he's a good looking smooth boy. What can I say? <laughs> My dog recently had some pretty irritated balls. He's got, got fleas and he was Ooh. just giving her on the chewing. He's every, ah. every time you look at him, he's there chewing his balls, right? How awkward is it when you come to my house now and my dog's just feasting on his nuts, right? <laughs> to the point where he stabbed these really nice, like, shiny black shoe-polished balls where now they're, like, pink and swollen. The poor, ah. the poor boy. <laughs> you know? And they always say, like, you often hear the comment men make, like, if, well, if I could lick my balls, I'd never leave the house, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, but... Is that how you would fucking scratch your balls? <laughs> <laughs> Slowly nibble so all the fucking chew, hair chewing on <laughs> Until it becomes this disgusting pink fucking... Just this massive flesh? <laughs> oh, yeah. Christ. Supposed to put ointment on it. <laughs> I'm not lining up around the block to put any kind of ointment on my dog's balls. I, like, I think my dog's balls might be bigger than mine. It's really emasculating. To, I won't, you know <laughs> Well, it's weird. Like The proportions are all fucked up on a dog. Like I see my dog. You've seen my fucking little black dog. Yeah. His dick is massive. It drags on the floor, and it's fucking big and veiny. I'm like, holy fuck! Is it true what they say about black people? Like, they do just have a massive cock? Like, it's, it's even dog. true for animals? <laughs> Let's do, like, Adam's dog and hit the road. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. They say that's a myth, but I don't know. Every single black dick I've ever seen is big. And with that whole thing, I've always said it's proportions, man. Like, if you're if you're a short and stubby guy, you probably have a short and stubby dick. If you're a tall and lanky guy, you probably have a tall and you know, but I think it must have to do with evolution because it's like the vaginal canal, so much of it is unused from like, like you can't reach it, right? Like with the penis, like right. an average sized penis. I'm just thinking like, well, African people, like, you know, it's like they're in a fucking horrible country. Like they have, they're plagued by AIDS and they have starvation and all this shit. The only thing they can do is fucking breed and populate. Right. So it's like they must have massive cocks to get further up the puss and guarantee a delivery of fucking fresh hot semen. <laughs> 
So you think their their dick is just a functional tool? Yeah. To ensure procreation? Yeah, it's a due, giant, due to beautiful functional. <laughs> yeah, exactly. An arid desert. Well, the social climate's really bad here, so <laughs> our uh, our locals have been pre-designed with extremely large penises to ensure the. Uh, well, it's, the the big dick also works in our society because it's like it guarantees sex for somebody else, right? Like he is the alpha male. He has the massive fucking Liam Neeson cock, <laughs> which most women can't fit in them anyways. I'll tell you that. Like I've, you know what I mean? I've, I I consider myself not to be completely huge, but not completely small. But I, there's times where I hurt women where they're like you're hitting the wall, you're hitting the back. You know, I'm like, how am I hitting the back? If I'm hitting the back, how how are you getting anything bigger in you? And why do why do women crave this large penis so much? You know. Because most of them can't take what I've got. <laughs> <laughs> what's going on there? <laughs> That's why we can't take what I got. <laughs>